0: Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in?
1: And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who?
2: Abby normal. This is the Abby Normal Podcast, here to tell you that you're weird and that's normal. Have you seen the video about a mom throwing her lying daughter a new moon party? The mom gets a vagina cake and an ovary pinata, and invites her co-workers and the girl's grandpa. It is so funny. Apparently it's an ad for a period starter kit called Hello Flow that no longer exists or is out of stock on Amazon. Apparently it was some good marketing. Every girl has a different experience starting her period, but honestly I had no idea how different those experiences are. Nor did I know how differently each woman deals with her period, or lack thereof. I talked to a lot of women about this, and you have the pleasure of hearing some of them today. In addition, my middle school girlfriends and I were super open about our periods and PMS and everything that goes along with it. So let's hear what we said in the notes and also set a baseline for the age of first menstruation. Here we go. I love it when I'm sick and then I start. I might have to borrow some feminine resources for my game today. I'm totally glad I started. Do you have a dime or a quarter I can have? So how old were you when you got your woman body? I mean, it was full on at 13. Did you get your period before that? Yeah, it was 12. Mm-hmm. Things over here are fine, except that monthly thing that comes every month is here. What does lay bloomer mean? Like, by the time everyone's a freshman in high school, they like have slendered out and got breasts and were cute that happened my junior year. Got it yes <laughs> yes. I mean as a parent it would be like you're so adorable but in that age group it was not the funnest thing in the world. So you started your period when you were 13? Honestly I would say 14 probably this summer going into my freshman year because mm-hmm. I was a little bit older than everybody you have gotten in so much trouble today, it's disgusting. But you have to admit the maxi pad thing was funny. I have literally no idea what that's about, but I bet you it was funny.
3: Short board, long board, fish
2: board, the waves are Annie and I are both off to the doctor this week to get our lady bits checked. But before we do, we're going to share some menses moments. Okay, and you're going to the doctor too this week?
4: I am. At the end of the week, I have a pap smear. Which is the worst name. Why would they call it that? I don't know. What does that even mean? I don't know. But why does the word smear have
5: to be in it? (laughs)
4: Gross. (laughs) It is gross. It sounds gross. It does. And I don't know why. Call it something else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's like the annual thing. Okay. So, not annual, like, I don't know, buying, whatever it is. They got to, they got to check it out down there, make sure everything's fine.
2: They do. They do. Do you want to tell us about your IUD pill journey?
4: I mean, I suppose I can. Mm -hmm. I was on the pill for, I don't know, basically since I was a teenager until whenever I got the IUD, which was six years ago. Yeah. Sounds about right. Something like that. And, like I like that the IUD is like hit it and quit it, but I also didn't love the IUD cuz it like for me at least my experience with it is I pretty immediately stopped having a period, which sounds like it would be heavenly, but it's actually like it's pretty weird. Really? Like I felt I like I felt like weird about it. Like it's convenient and cool, but also like I don't know, makes you feel like not womanly or something I don't know I just mm. it made me feel kind of funny like to just completely not have a period mm-hmm, anymore mm-hmm. and then it also just in my mind's eye I felt like oh that's not supposed to be happening I'm supposed to be having that right so I don't know I just didn't feel like it was a good fit for me and then I didn't like the little tails <laughs>
2: <laughs> the little string
4: yeah why I was always afraid that people could feel it hmm mm-hmm. the dude could feel it so right. like I got zero feedback that it could be felt, but I still was, like, weirdly paranoid about it.
2: Yeah. I know you're supposed to, like, check that it's still there periodically. Right. Which I literally have never done in seven years. Oh, really? No. It it is still there, I confirmed recently. (laughs) My doctor confirmed recently. Great.
4: (laughs) And the insertion process was not great. Less than enjoyable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's, like, the worst menstrual cramps you've ever had times 100 and all very like centralized
2: and also i don't know about you but my iud was not covered by my insurance so i also had to pay like 400 dollars to get it in
4: oh mine was covered
2: really yeah. what insurance do you have kaiser i feel like i love kaiser yeah i bet you my mammogram would be free at kaiser
4: i think mine are
2: yeah they should be
4: My pap is. Or I have to pay, like, the $10 copay or whatever. Right, right, right,
2: right. Yeah, I feel like Kaiser's the way to go.
4: I like it because it's just, like, a one-stop shop. But I know a lot of people that don't like it because they don't feel like they have the choice to go to whatever specialist they might want. So I think it just depends on the person.
2: Yeah, I guess so. And I didn't have any big emergencies, obviously, but there was tons of doctors to choose from. Like, I didn't feel like I was restricted to you get this one oh, yeah. doctor, you know? I've,
4: and I changed a couple of times. Like, yeah. anytime time I went in and I wasn't like, eh, I'm not feeling this doctor, I would go online and pick another one. Right. It's and like I love my awesome. current doctor.
2: Because think about what you would have to go to if you weren't with Kaiser to find a new doctor. Like, you you're just Googling randomly yeah. and it's so hard. Yeah. That's my current situation.
4: <laughs> so sorry. I mean, he'd... you can divorce Aaron and we can get married and then you can be on my insurance.
2: So that's an option. Yeah. We can look into that.
4: Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, just throwing it out there if you need uh, that.
2: Or maybe I can get a job that offers Kaiser. I'm just going to go into the job interview and be like, can I have a flexible schedule and do you have Kaiser? Right. Thank you.
4: Also, you have to pay me about six figures. Oh my gosh. Those are like your three requirements. Money is disheartening. <sighs>
2: It is. I don't know why we have to be thinking about it all the time, constantly. All the time. Gugh. Tell me about starting your period for
4: the first time. When I was younger or after I got my IUD out? Oh. Because it basically happened. for. It was like starting for the first time all over again. Oh my
2: gosh. Yeah. You were so out of practice. Yes. Tell me both.
4: Okay. Well, the first time I started my period, like, t- to be very, very honest, I don't remember. That's good. Yeah, so I guess it wasn't horribly traumatic. Right, exactly. I think I was 13, maybe 12. I do remember originally using pads and being like, this is dreadful. I distinctly remember my first time using a tampon. And my mom, you know, wasn't like super great about like talking you through those things. Right. So I was on the cordless telephone with my friend Mary and she was talking me through it, like how to... How to put yeah, it yeah. in. And I definitely didn't put it in far enough. No,
2: you never do the first time.
4: And I was like, this is worse than the pad.
2: Right. Because it feels like it's falling out.
4: Yeah. I'm like clenching. Yeah. You're like doing kegels for the first time, <laughs> even though you don't know what that is yet. Right. So <laughs> I remember that being terrible. But then then like the second time, I... Yeah, you figure it out. I figured it out. Mm-hmm. Starting my period again <laughs> for the first time after getting the IUD out was weird. But like kind of relieving in a way. Because the other thing is like when you when you don't have your period, like or at least in my experience with the IUD, even though I have the IUD in, and that is like very reliable birth control, I was still constantly afraid that I was pregnant. Like there's something <laughs> your like your body is supposed to do that. And it's a little tiny bit of like, ha, ah, I'm not pregnant. Yeah, every <laughs> I did <month>. it again. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of people get annoyed by their period. I view it as like a success. Right. Like good job.
2: It's a little pad on the back.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and it so it's weird to not have that for a 5 year span. So it was actually kind of a relief when I got it again. Yeah. Um my box of tampons that I had literally had a coat of dust on it. <laughs> Cuz I had not used them in 5 years. Mm-hmm. I also don't know if tampons expire. They do. Cool. Well, um <laughs> I'm not using them anymore anyway. I got the menstrual cup, which I'm super into. So,
2: yeah. So how? So that's going well. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. really
4: like it. Do you remember like
2: what brand you got?
4: Yeah, my the brand is um, Lena L E N A. Uh huh. It's like kind of a tulip shape. I don't know what the different shapes are, but you like it. I do. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No leakage. Good. 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 Captures all the things, and I like that you can leave it in for longer. It's like less of a risk of TSS. So.
2: Right. So you do all day and then take it out uh-huh. and then clean, clean it and then put it back in for nighttime. nighttime. Yeah. How do you clean it?
4: When I'm on my cycle, I just rinse it out in the sink and use a little bit of like antibacterial soap in it.
2: What kind of soap?
4: Antibacterial.
2: Yeah. But do you have like a brand?
4: No. Okay. Whatever is on sale at Target at the time. Okay. Yeah. I'm
2: only asking because I've been confused because I feel like they're not supposed to have lotions or fragrances or this and that, and so I've had a hard time like finding one that's
4: just soap. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just rinse it really thoroughly with hot water. Okay. So yeah, I just do that, pop it back in. And then when my cycle is complete, i I boil it. That's mm-hmm. what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm.
2: right. Got it. It's good. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and I feel like I'm
4: doing my part for the environment. You are saving the world one vagina at a time. You're so right. You know I've been
2: using the Flex Cup.
4: Yeah, how's that going? Because you were doing the organic cotton, cotton, yeah, 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 tampon subscription, correct? Which and you seem to like. I
2: did. I really liked it because then you don't have to worry about having to go to the store and you know, get stocked up. It's just like every month delivered to you. That's nice. And I went, so the company's called Lola. Yes. And I went applicator free, which was a new thing for me.
4: Does that mean you just used your finger to put it up in there? I
2: did indeed. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Which was actually not a big deal.
4: It's not, I have to do that with the (laughs) menstrual cup. You have to like, right. (laughs) Yeah. I, at first I was like, Oh no, this is going to be hard. And then I'm like, Oh no, this doesn't no, matter at all. No,
2: my finger's like the exact length of a tampon applicator. Right, so it's same mine. difference. Yeah.
4: And I'm next to a sink. I can wash my hands. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> it's because we're adulting now. Right. Yeah. Um, so I liked that. And then I tried the flex cup, um, because Letty talked me into it and let me have one so I could try it out. Yeah. Um, but they don't last, they're not meant to last like your cup is. I think like it says on the package it's a one time use, which is horrible. Please don't do that. It's super wasteful. So I use it for one cycle and then toss it. Oh, okay. It. But it doesn't go all the way up to your cervix like yours does. It, like, sits inside the vaginal canal. No. Yeah, oh, okay. like, kind of lower down. And allegedly you can have sex with it, which you can have sex with yours too, right? Because it's all the way – or no?
4: I don't think so.
2: Okay, yeah. So this kind you can have sex with, which is supposed to be a exciting selling point. I haven't tried it, nor, huh. nor do I care about that, so. yeah. <laughs> it's fine everything's fine
4: how but if it's sitting lower how how like i said i haven't tried (laughs) i think you need to try so we can figure it out
2: i mean it's it's high enough up that you like don't feel it up there you know but huh it's a finger length up and then there's kind of space you know yeah because it's cup shaped so i guess Okay. I don't know um, we'll find someone to give it a try and tell us how it goes
4: yeah you gave me one which was very like very nice thank you but I got I got the menstrual cup at the same time so I think I gave it back to you
2: so yeah that's the status of our vaginas
4: great good talk
2: cheers to that well
4: I'll probably have a further status update by Friday so
2: that's true me too and I'm gonna have to report back to you on the mammogram situation Yeah,
4: I need to know how your boobs are doing
2: yeah dude I was. Yeah. I mean I'm 40 and I thought that's when you're supposed to get it. Yeah. But I've also had like two friends get diagnosed right. with breast cancer this year. So yeah. they're like I don't want to fuck around with that. Right. Check me every 6 months. Yes. Come on now. Seriously. Check me for free. Why is there not like a mobile mammogram station in front of my house right now?
4: Who do we talk to about this? Bernie, it's me. Elizabeth. Abby. <laughs> Dear Elizabeth. <laughs>
2: Corey and Stephanie, who you may remember from the summer camp
3: episode, had moms who were pretty proactive. Corey's up first. So I want to tell you about my woman day. Yes. It was, I'm pretty sure, fourth grade, possibly fifth grade. Okay, early. I was tall. I have been basically this tall since sixth grade. So I hit puberty Quick, fast, and hard. Right. It was a Saturday. My mom gave me a razor and I got deodorant. Okay. In the morning.
2: Okay. A and, razor and deodorant.
3: Right. So And
2: did she have like a message to go along with it's that? It's just
3: that like you use things these when you need mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I think I could shave my armpits. I don't think I could shave anything else. Okay. And then that afternoon, I got my period. No. Yep. Yeah. It's like your mom knew it was coming. It was so traumatizing. It was like, I deemed it woman day. I was like, uh, it, yeah, because everything. It was all the things. All of the things. Yeah, it was like, you smell bad,
2: shave your armpit hair, and FYI, and here here's you your period. Bleed. So did your mom give you products to help you with that?
3: Yes, she did. Yes, she did. What and did I she give you? Pad. Like some gigantic, gross maxi pad. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Did you have to ask her for it, or it was already supplied?
3: I think it was already supplied, but I'm pretty sure I was like, "Ma, uh-huh. yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, when I told my mom, she was like, "What are you talking about?" She acted like she'd never heard of a period before.
3: <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> yeah. I she was I was fifth grade, so I think she was just like surprised that, that it is, came that early, yeah. which she shouldn't have been surprised. No, but it's Margot. So I thought
3: it was hysterical that like all of it happened on one day. Like, yeah, it was just I I just remember feeling like the sinking feeling of like, ugh.
2: Uh, I'm, I'm a woman
3: I I bleed now I have boobs <laughs> I have to shave my pants gross <laughs> I just was like I just want to be a kid right, Like I just, just... want to claim a tree and that's like the hard part that like we don't all go through puberty at the same time so like I'm going through it at fourth grade whereas you know like my cousin didn't get it till she was like 16
2: fully and boys like don't have to deal with anything for like Nothing. three more years like girls are living the freaking hard life you know so and boys early. are just like la die da and climbing trees and playing soccer and don't like have to think about anything except finally one day having a boner on some girl's leg at the dance
3: right and hoping it's not. that's
2: their worst song. case scenario eight minutes and i do not feel bad for them
3: no i don't
2: no are you bleeding seven days out of the month no
3: no Mm-mm. It was very awkward. And, like, the other part about it is, like, you're navigating, like... The pads were so horrible. Like, you leak everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, like, do you have something to change into? You, you know, tie that sweatshirt right around your waist. Yep. Like, I feel like that was... Such a symbol. Dude,
2: this is probably why we, like, we were talking earlier about what Reese Witherspoon said about, like, how in movies women are like, what do we do? And it's like, that's bullshit because a woman would always have. Always know what to do. Plan B, C, favorite. D, ready to go. And that's why. Because
3: when we were 12. We had to have it ready. You
2: always have to have it ready. Do you have, do you have your pad? Do you have a change of clothes? Like, exactly. do you know where you're going? Like, what is your plan you B You also always? have to
3: anticipate it. And be ready is that why we have periods is that why just to prepare us for caring for everything
2: everything <laughs> everything feed <Eat> me <laughs> take care of me band-aid uh, Corey has three children including a set of
3: twins they're beautiful and wonderful
2: they're delightful plus a husband so mm-hmm. she cares for many humans many dudes Many penis having people. Yeah, precious, precious penis havers. <laughs> While we were talking, the wind whipped Whenever, up know, like, and the birds started squawking. As Corey explains the really, resistance she faced in trying to use tampons. So
3: a couple years later, decided to try a tampon so that I could go swimming, and uh, I couldn't use a tampon. Right. Couldn't use a tampon. Physiologically.
2: Physiologically
3: could not. I I remember, like, my mom even trying to help me put one in, and it was just absolutely not happening. That sounds really traumatizing. It was. I know. It was traumatizing and, like, physically painful. So my mom ended up taking me into the gynecologist in, like, seventh grade, and uh, it was the person who actually delivered me which was interesting it was a man and so then again like having to go like yeah, have a man look at my vagina and everything and I ended right. up having to go in for outpatient surgery and have my hymen snipped.
2: Did it hurt?
3: I was put under oh so gosh. like so I that's had that's good so I went yeah, in God. but yeah. also like it's my vagina that's my private parts like I'm not supposed to Yeah,
2: and you're a baby. I'm a baby. I was in
3: seventh grade, and so it was a lot to deal with. But after that, I could use tampons, and it was fine. It was just weird going into the room and like knowing that everybody was gonna look at my vagina and everything. Um, The doctor was really kind, and but still, like too much to deal with as a small person. Yeah, so. I can use a tampon now guys. Yay. And sex didn't her went I had it for the first time. So that was a nice little added bonus.
0: Let the waves run their course. Yes, so your mom is a nurse. Is a nurse, right? And um so she not that, that meant that she could explain periods better, but like that she was around girls who either had just or were about to just start their period long before I did. I remember being in a mall in San Jose and asking my mom what the tampon dispenser was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was like, I'll explain it in the car. And then I remember getting in the car, and that was when I got the full-on start-to-finish explanation of what your period is. Uh-huh. And this is going to happen. I was probably
2: eight. Oh, you are a little tight.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, like, that was when I first knew what it was. But I remember also... Before I started and, like, before I think any of my other friends started, but being in the car with another friend and, you know, right before you start your period when everyone – it's a topic of conversation right, sure. a lot, right? Yes. Like, just the anticipation is really yeah. awful. But um, but I, I don't know if it was a t- – how it came up or whatever, but my mom wanted to make sure that we knew that it was gross. <laughs> Cause I guess like there was a girl at the hospital, one of her patients who had just started and was kind of overwhelmed and yeah. was surprised that it was gross. Yeah. And so my mom was like, yeah, it is. And realized that like, that's not something that you're maybe necessarily prepared for. Sure. And so I remember her specifically being like, it's gross. Yeah. It's going to be gross and that's fine, but <laughs> it's gross.
2: <laughs> was that helpful advice? I guess so. I mean, because I was
0: never surprised yeah, by it yeah. being gross, but it's gross.
2: I mean, like most people think blood is gross. Yeah. So
0: blood well, and until you kind of get the hang gross. of it, right? Like it's
2: it's a messy business.
0: It's a messy business. And, the, you know, you've got to figure out like yeah. all of your tools and yeah. how many, how much, yeah. how often. Right. And before you figure all that out and like your first couple of years, that changes. Yeah. Painful.
2: Yeah. We had a little girlfriend spend the night, you know my child did and uh Aaron was like he came out and kind of whispered in my ear he's like I, th- I think her friend started her period and I was like why do you say that and he's like the bathroom looks like a war zone <laughs> oh god how and embarrassing that's, that's to be in happens. a friend's house oh I know it's horrible it was horrible that sucks yeah she was she was fine okay yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's not perfect. I mean, like,
0: I'm sure she's fine, but like, it's just embarrassing. It's super traumatic. It is. Because you think you're the only one. And like, I didn't think that anyone else had, and like, all the ads were all
2: like panty liners. Yeah. With the blue liquids. You had no idea. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. Did I tell you about the tampon situation at work? No. And how I had to rally for free tampons? No. Yes. So the building that I worked in was almost exclusively females. And the feminine hygiene dispenser, a cost like a dollar to get a product out of it. A Dollar. Yeah. Maybe it was a quarter. It doesn't matter because nobody has changed ever anymore. And the machine was always empty. So you would have to like go around, you know how you do with friends and work situations. Anybody have. Yeah. Hey, do you have a, do you have a tampon? You have to like go person to person. Uh And I'm like, this is from a business perspective. So inefficient. I'm working with whatever it is, 35 women at any one point in time, like seven of us are on our periods mm-hmm. and we have to do this around the horn thing and ask people if they have tampons. Right. So yeah. Productivity so is just shot. That's what I'm saying, yes. And it's embarrassing and the yeah. whole deal. You know, you're just you're not always prepared. Like mm-hmm. most of us know, but you're not always. Yeah. So I went to facilities and I was like, come on, there's no way that the cost of these feminine hygiene products are so prohibitive that we cannot just provide these in the restroom mm-hmm. for free. So that kind of went, you know, the email, the email yeah. chain goes around or like up, up it the needs ladder to get approval. or whoever. So it turned out that the products that they were using in the dispensers were eight years old. They bought these supplies eight years ago. That's how infrequently they were stocking the machines and people were using them. Wow. Did they go bad? Uh, yeah. I'm pretty sure there's an expiration. Yes. Gross. So they were like, well, I guess we can provide them for free because we need to run out this stock that we've had for eight years.
0: So let's give them all the expired tampons.
2: <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. But I was pretty proud. I put signs on Good all the it. machines. So
0: oh, they, they just made the machines free?
2: They just made them free, yeah. Oh, great idea. Yeah, right. No no problem. I think no we, have, quarter, I think no we have a
0: box of tampons in the ladies' room at my work, and yeah. there are, like, three women in my office.
2: Yeah, that's how it should be. They're and I haven't had expensive. my period in
0: five years. <laughs> IUD, man. Everybody needs to get an IUD. Get an IUD. Let this be a public service announcement. Get an IUD. I didn't get one until my like late 30s, or I guess my mid 30s. I spent so much time and energy and money getting birth control, mm-hmm. refilling it, mm-hmm. stressing about it. Yep. Why didn't I do this and years ago?
2: And and making you crazy. I should have done
0: that. it years ago. Okay,
2: thank you for that. Do it,
0: everybody, please.
3: Do it.
2: Okay, we've heard fourth grade, we've heard 12, we've heard 14. Now we're going to talk to our romance writer friend, Darlene, who started a bit later. Okay, so you were an extrovert and also a skinny dork. Yeah. Did you blossom and like come out of that stage later in high school or did it just kind of continue?
6: Yeah, it continued. So I, <laughs> let's just, I'll just lay this out there. I didn't even have my period until I was 16, almost 17 years old. Oh,
2: okay. So a um, little bit of a late bloomer. Yeah. So this uh-huh. is
6: all to do with weight and you have to have a certain body mass usually to have your first right, period. Right, right. And I didn't have it. So um, so
2: is that just genetics? Like your your family is very trim or did you have, was there some eating things going on? Now we have to talk about weird me. Um,
6: <laughs> so one of the weirdest things about me, and they like to talk about what's weird about you. <laughs> I mean,
2: it's called abnormal. And what's so... weird about
6: <laughs> Annie. Though Annie isn't as weird as she thinks she is. (laughs) Okay. You know how there's those people that always have some medical thing wrong with them and they're usually hypochondriacs? Yeah, they're super annoying. They're super annoying. So I'm that person, but I'm not a hypochondriac. There's all just, there's weird shit wrong with me. Okay. But it's, but I swear to God, like, I can prove I'm not a hypochondriac because I think about it, right? Like, I am conscious of the fact that the fact that there's weird shit wrong with me Means people will think I'm a hypochondriac. Uh-huh. So I didn't know what was wrong with me as a kid, but I now know as an adult that I've spent most of my life malnourished. I've never been anorexic, but I do have celiac disease. Mm-hmm. Um, we have no clue. That's it's a lifelong genetic disease. Mm-hmm. I have no clue how long it's been what they call active mm-hmm. in my body, but. I have been super thin all my life, and I've probably been malnourished most of my life. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. when I was a kid, my parents used to feed me like get fat shakes. Yeah. At night, um, before we'd go to bed, I'd have to drink this horrible. They're probably yummy now, but when I, they were horrible, and they would pull one out, and I'd have to sit there, and I had to do it right before bed, and I would have to eat this like high uh, calorie, okay, yeah, carb protein whatever shake that the doctor gave us. I don't even know what it Aww. was. My doctor would weigh me, and I was under BMI, and we just never knew why. And now as an adult, I know that I have celiac disease. I know that I'm malnourished, and there's a bunch of consequences to that. And I'm working on it, mm-hmm. and I'm actually at um, almost, I'm at like 19.8 on my BMI.
2: Is that good? This is really good. Okay. <laughs> um, Annie
6: can tell you that when she met me, I was under the whole time, under BMI. I was like in the and you could see it, like you could see my ribs, like I just and I just didn't have like much of a glow to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I do now. Yay! Good, good. I I feel healthier, I feel better.
2: As a kid, Letty discovered that she had polycystic ovarian syndrome. So she knew that her period was coming soon. But that did not make it any easier.
1: She never talked to us mm-hmm. about anything. Mm-hmm. So, if you get your period, it's just a thing that happens, not why.
2: How it old happens. were you when you got your period? Twelve. Okay. And Twelve-ish. what did she say? What did you do? I was prepared for
1: it. Uh, again, it was because I had the polycystic ovaries. Oh, stuff, that's right. Yes, so yes, yes. Right. I knew it was coming. Right. Whoever's ready for it. Yeah. It was just kinda of like counting down. It should be here any moment. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did your mom give you pads or what?
1: Pads. <clears throat> really like the biggest pads in the
2: Like diapers. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, because you know, tampons, it's uh, you lose your virginity or there are people that have had sex before. So. Right.
2: Yeah, you'd be like a big old slut if you used a tampon. Exactly. Yeah.
1: So no tampons. Mm mm Just pads. Pads all the time. <laughs> pads at gym. Pads when I played soccer. Oh. Uh, pads when I went to the pool. Oh. So it only like
2: deep, uh, dip my little feet
3: in. Oh, you know, so
2: sad. Pads are gross. and You cannot get in the pool with a pad. Please no. no. Yeah. I saw an ad for a swimwear company. Uh-huh. So you know like Thinks? The yes. period panties? I saw one for swimsuits. Hmm. I do not understand how that could work.
1: I don't either. I could just imagine like a, a red <laughs> river river running around you <laughs> oh and you just kind gosh. of moving around and Ew. and suddenly it's kind of like pinky wherever you go. Oh, it's making me so, feel sick. I, I don't think I could do that. In middle school, it wasn't my doing because, again, I followed most things by the law, followed the rules. One of my girlfriends complained to the PE teacher, I like, oh, my period, I can't run. His response back to her was, that's not an excuse. If you're on your period and a dog's chasing you, you're not going to tell the dog, hey dog, don't chase me, mommy, period. So just like you can't say that to a dog, you can't say that in P.E. Get on running. So that didn't save her. I wish it was a a valid excuse. And that's where I learned that you can't use, you know, your period as an excuse to get out of things. But
2: why can't we, though?
1: I wish we could. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. stay home we just have to do everything
2: mm-hmm. better than men all the time right?
1: even when you're dying, suffering mm-hmm. having these ridiculous, ridiculous polycystic ovary, right. blah 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 yeah. that was excruciating and I couldn't walk
6: He's freaking
2: out the the I joining our combo is my friend Nancy who labels herself a Jewish Catholic New Yorker as a postmenopausal woman, her experience is very different than Letty and mine's. She's going to launch right into the dramatic day that she started her period.
5: Oh my God. I'm going to be 62. I was 13. Yeah, 13 in one month. I felt like I had a stomach ache that day, and I came home. It was 7 o'clock, so we had to come downstairs for dinner. And I went to the bathroom before I went downstairs. And there was something brown, brownish, Mm -hmm. in my panties. And it was not where it would be if it was a skid mark. (laughs) So I was like, I don't really know what this is. Denial, complete and total denial. I went downstairs and I had this very strange sensation. Not a gush, but I just had this like, weird sensation so I went upstairs and I went to the bathroom and my I was on the top of the house because we were split level house so uh-huh. there were five levels so I had to go up two flights of stairs and went upstairs to my bathroom and looked in my panties and the brown spot was even bigger <laughs> and I thought what is going on you know and really I didn't know because up until that point you know I always thought of when you get your period it's blood right it's gonna be red it's gonna be red right and Bright you're red. gonna like feel like you're bleeding like when you cut your finger yeah okay so did it one more time went downstairs tried to eat you know eating salad and i can remember because it was a cucumber was in my mouth and i was like i gotta go back upstairs and so i went back upstairs looked again and i said well this is ridiculous so i changed my panties and I knew enough and you know, I knew how to get rid of blood. So I put my panties in the sink and uh-huh. ran cold water on them. Right? Yeah. And as I was coming down my staircase, my mother's bedroom was one flight down from my bedroom. And she's standing there with the big purple box of Kotex, which were sanitary napkins. Uh-huh. And then this little box, which had a belt in it, a sanitary napkin belt with these two little hooks on it. And I'm like, what are you giving me? And she said, you have your period, don't you? I said, what are you talking about? I mean, like there was this, but my mother is a witch and I was the third daughter. So I figured she probably knew what she was doing by this time. And I said, well, I had some stuff in my panties. I don't know what it is. And she said, oh, you have your period. And I guess she figured I was 13. So of course, magic, you get your period at 13. I said okay. She goes, we'll go upstairs. She says, I'll bring your dinner upstairs later. I said, no, I don't want anybody to know. And oh, so I went upstairs. I went yeah. in my bathroom. I put the pad on. Please, and wait, I'm like,
2: please explain how the whole belt and okay. pad situation. Okay, so the works.
5: sanitary belt, sanitary pad belt. It's this white piece of stretchable. It's elastic and uh-huh. it's pseudo lace covered. So it's, and like it's pretending
2: to be sexy. Or? And it's I
5: have no idea, but it's like it's like a belt that you would put around your waist but then it has this little two pieces of lace one in the front and one in the back and then these metal hooks Uh uh-huh and when you take out an old fashioned sanitary pad they have what do we call them uh leaders like on the end so it's the pad and then there's this extra stuff at the edge at either end um why am i not yeah just this but it's not the padded like material like
2: the eye to hook
5: on it's to no, a... no 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 it's like two tabs so there's a different length that tells you front and back okay so the back length of that extra piece of fabric uh-huh. is longer than what goes in the front because the front goes up over your hoo-ha uh-huh and then the pad is long but it's not super long it's just there to cover you from where you're correct we understand oozing. but then so that's <laughs> That thong piece is like wearing a thong, <laughs> right? And then it's got to meet the hook in the back. And then it's, and it doesn't even really look like a hook. It's just like this. It's so hard now. See, this is when I wish we were doing video. I know, like maybe I need to Google it's it. It's like a U-shape. Yeah, Google it. Okay, what what is it even called? Sanitary napkin belt. Okay. This is like terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Well- <laughs> It's like suspender.
1: Yes, it's
5: like a suspender for your pad. So you put it on, but now it gets even more ridiculous. So you've got these two things. So that was easy to figure
2: out. Well, that
5: was sort of easy to figure out like, oh, my God, look at how they're wearing it. Yeah, it's like a jock strap for women. Only it's got a, a supposedly absorbent middle okay
1: you're motioning in this fashion where it seems like it's extremely
5: no. yeah 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 yes six it's the pad is about no it's more than six it's like six to nine inches the pad okay okay so yeah so you're walking around with this this thing is not contoured or anything it's a bulky but it's supposedly better than what women wore in the 20s and the 30s really? In the 20s and the 30s yeah, I mean, they this, just wore cloth this ad says featherweight yeah featherweight might yeah featherweight <laughs> until you start releasing the Fluids. blessings of mother nature <laughs> um but the pad also has a blue line on it so i couldn't figure out the blue line and i didn't know that there was an absorbent side and a non-absorbent side mm-hmm.
2: Wait, to... is there underwear? Do you wear your underwear also? Oh, God, yeah. So the belt thing and then the underwear. Okay. Okay, okay, yeah,
5: yeah. There's an ad
1: that says it's now available in white. Is that like a terrible color choice for them? It was
5: always in white. Okay. okay. Not a good look. Mm-mm. Anyway, so I went back downstairs and I got downstairs and, and Ben's first remarks were, well, I guess you're old enough to have a Harvey's Bristol cream. I'm like, what? And I looked at my mother. I said, I can't believe you told him. So of course, I all hormones ablaze and ran upstairs, went into my room, and I just cried. And my sister Debbie was still living at home. And she came home. And of course, my mother told her I got my period. And Debbie came upstairs and she asked me how I was doing. I said, I've got these horrible pains. And she said, they're called cramps. I said, well, isn't that dandy? I, that's not what I said. I said, I hate this. I hate this. When is it going to stop? But until Debbie got home, I was like going through pads. I couldn't stand having the pad on. So I probably went like two or three of them. And I'm like, what was I supposed to do with them? So yeah. figured out again all on my, all by myself. I just rolled it up in toilet paper, not knowing like, yes, that's what you're supposed to do. Roll Uh it up in toilet paper and put it in the wastebasket. So when Debbie had gone in to take her makeup, she was like, oh, my God, my poor sister's dying, right? And she said, my God, it's really heavy. I said, what's heavy? And so she had to tell me what heavy is. And I said, no, I said, it's just like, it's disgusting. And she said, well, how do you have the pad on? You have it facing down. I said, what do you mean facing down? She said, well, the blue line has to be facing down. I said, facing down what? <laughs> the blue line faces down to your panties. I'm like, oh, because it's not absorbent upside down. So that was a, that's why I was also feeling so disgusting, because although my flow was not heavy. Yeah, it was there was something going on. Right. And there was no absorbing happening. So Debbie took her belt out. And showed me how to assemble Aww. the thing, which I thought was very nice. It's a good sister. So that was my first period. But that Easter vacation in April, Ben was taking us to Puerto Rico, which <sighs> is a big thing Ooh. when you're on the East Coast. So we're going to Puerto Rico. And my mother took us out and bought us all these great outfits to wear. And I had my period, of course, when we went to Puerto Rico. Aww. And I was cute and skinny in those days. So I only wore bikinis. <gasps> How do you fit a Kotex? <gasps> oh no, what sanitary pad? Uh huh. In a bikini? No, I can't. You shouldn't. Yeah, can't no, do don't it. do it. Thank God. Do thank it. God the bikini <laughs> bottoms in the seventy 70- in nineteen seventy one were a little bit bigger than they are today, right. but still not ginormous. So Debbie gets it into her head. You could use a tampon, which was really funny because Debbie didn't use tampons, and Debbie and I didn't realize the challenge of tampons when you were a virgin. Mm -hmm. So, but Debbie thought it sounded like a good idea. So she went to the, you know, the gift shop in the hotel and bought me a box of tampons. I tried to put a tampon in my hoo-ha. I went through the entire box. No. There were no tampons going in.
2: No. So
5: I firmly believe that if you are a virgin, you should not even attempt to use a tampon. (laughs) let alone your happy hat or whatever you use (laughs) a happy hat yeah so i did a lot of jumping in the pool going for a swim then wrapping a towel around me and running into the bathroom and changing my because i was not not going to swim that was just ridiculous yeah did you still have to wear
1: this belt
5: yes yes yeah safety pins Oh, that's horrible. Then I would safety pin the belt so that it would stay put under inside inside, because the belt would like ride up. Oh my gosh. So many accoutrements. That's exactly what it is. (sighs) When the dawn of maxi pads, as Mm -hmm. they now exist today, you know, just peel the tape And and stick it on there. And a house full of women, there was like singing and dancing when the maxi pad was invented
2: i never even thought about that sticky side being some kind of amazing innovation but now that i think about having to wear a freaking belt with it (laughs) i appreciate the stick
5: yeah
2: and there was also the wing situation which was also an added complexity oh but
5: that was okay that i have to tell you when the wings came in we felt like we were set free because we were all playing tennis in those days. And so there was nothing worse. I mean, just having a pad, you know, and you're running and you're moving oh and my... you're doing deep bends <gasps> and stuff, but you always had this fear of like, it was just going to come gushing out the side of your leg right? or you're in a white tennis skirt and the wings and, uh... were just, and for sleeping mm-hmm. because there was nothing worse than waking up mm-hmm. and your pajama bottoms were Trashed and your sheets right, were trashed. Right, 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 It was just, yeah. It's just. I mean, I don't. It's not disgusting because it is normal, normal, and it's <laughs> natural. But it is disgusting. It's, it's messy. Like, why does it have to make such a freaking mess? Yeah, yes. super messy.
1: Now, with the discovery of this cup.
2: Uh huh. yes, the flex it cup.
1: Amazing. No leaking. No worrying about bending over, jumping, turning, squatting whatever.
2: You could rock a little white tennis yes, skirt. Yes,
1: and not even worry about it. Don't
2: and you can have sex.
1: And you can have sex with it.
2: But also, have you had sex with it?
1: Yes. <gasps> and it worked?
2: Okay.
5: Yeah. Uh, okay. Just uh, now fine. I have to leave.
2: <laughs> you have to leave? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Just
5: fine. I. How? How? <laughs> How?
1: I mean, I, I can imagine
5: Turning the <laughs> microphone away from her because how do you even have, I can't believe she turned the mic off. It was no, was so I rude. How do you even have the thought or I don't even know what the right word is about having sex when you have your period. It's like, I can't stand me. Why would I want anybody else to be anywhere near me? First of all, because my boobs feel no. like if you touch them, they're going to explode, and not in a pleasant way. And is there a
2: pleasant way for your
5: boobs to explode? Yes, with excitement. With, exci- with excitement. When, a, when they're stimulated. When they're stimulated. Let's go. Boof. Boof. <laughs> well, you have se- I ha- having my period is a very private thing. So my hat is off to you, or my cup is off to you. <laughs> but no, I just. And I don't think I don't think it's necessarily an age mm-hmm. difference. I just never. I, it was just so. I was so preoccupied, and then I have to worry about the penis. Mm-hmm. And no, no,
2: they worry about the penis. I
5: mean, and no, but then I have to worry. About, then I have to worry about like, oh my god, just how much is all over the penis. I mean, I nothing. guess if it's like if a nothing new. Counts, nothing. If it's like a
2: new partner, then you have to worry about well it, that, that but... would
5: never happen with the new partner. He's freaking out the baby. Are you an all blind?
2: Yes. Oh god. It's nutty. In fact, she has fucked with my cycle. My dates have like merged with hers.
1: Oh, that means she's the alpha. Yeah. It's bad. Sorry, Abby. She's the alpha. <laughs>
5: Where did you get that from? Read it. Mm -hmm. So
1: women's cycles usually align to the alpha in the group. So she's the alpha. Yeah. She's it. When my cousins aligned to me, Mm -hmm. I was like,
2: yes,
1: Mm -hmm. there you go, bitches. I'm the alpha.
2: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The ultimate Mm -hmm. alpha business happened when I went camping with a group of girlfriends. I was supposed to start my period, but nobody else was. Uh Uh-huh. And I brought, like, a big box of tampons. You know, we're there. Like, it's, mm-hmm. like, day two. I haven't started, but I'm not particularly concerned yeah. about it. And two of my girlfriends start. And they're like, oh, my God. Like, I wasn't supposed to start till next week. Do you have a tampon? And I'm like, yeah. The next day comes two more of my friends start. And they're go. like, oh, my God, I need a tampon. Da-da-da. Do you have one? And I'm like, this is weird. Like, literally everyone's on my on their period except me. Like, crazy. <laughs> So I get home and I was like, hmm, weird, late. Take a pregnancy tra- test. <laughs> Pregnant with surprise, surprise. So I had basically like messed up everybody's, everybody's cycle. cycle with whatever was happening mm-hmm. with me.
1: Alpha.
5: There you go. Alpha. And now you've surrendered that alpha role. Yep. To that precious
2: yes. fetus that yes. I was just describing. <laughs>
5: Do you <have> the alpha? <laughs>
2: Here's one bit of advice from Corey to close us out.
3: All right, I think I've told all of you about this so far, but the Thinx underwear has revolutionized my period. You are in the bathroom. Yes. When you pull your underwear down, is there blood everywhere? No. I've never felt like I was sitting anything. And it won't get on your clothes. No, I haven't had a leak or anything. Like right. all day long. I, yeah. What do you need? I have four. I do think I would like another pair, but honestly, I use maybe two tampons now for my entire period. I'm also not putting anything in my body. I am not creating any more waste. What's also awesome is that they have a whole line right now for tweens. You're not going to have the sweatshirt around the waist, Right. so buy them for everybody.
2: I've saved the best note for last. PMS women to the rescue. Oh, Aunt Flo has come for a visit. This track is Hanging Eleven by Kara Square.